0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Lost Chapters. I am your host, Jacob, and this is my wonderful co-host, Wade.
1: Hi guys, how are you doing
0: today? Before we get started, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter, at Lost Chapters Pod. Interact with us whenever possible. We post various things there, anything from information to blog posts to whatever we want to post, really. It's our Twitter. We can do what we want with it, okay?
1: Get over it.
0: So, if you know who we are, you know why you're here. If you don't know who we are, uh, we are, like I said before, the Lost Chapters. We spend 20 to 30 minutes a week just talking about stuff that we find interesting. Mostly weird, paranormal, or animals that shouldn't exist things. But, um, hopefully it interests you guys as well as it interests us. Yeah. So, we hope everything's going well with you. But, without further ado, let's jump right into the action.
1: What you got for me today?
0: So we're going to start off with two two different stories today, Wade.
1: Okay. What kind of stories? The first one like?
0: we're going to talk about, well, the, we're going to tell you, uh, scary oh, stories. Buddy. Oh, so, buddy. 1947. French colonist in Vietnam. Okay. I want you to sit down, close your eyes, get your French accent on. Bonjour. I don't have a good French accent. Bonjour. Is that French? Yeah, that's French. All right, listen to this. This story is translated from French, so it may not make sense in some parts, but I'm going to try my best to properly get it uh, translated. French fries. (laughs) Jules, adios. Ah, that's Spanish. (laughs) I can't do French. (laughs) So he was formerly, he's a comrade of the people telling our story. He was formerly from Indochina, which is Indonesia and the Chinese continent. Okay. It seemed good to us to deliver this testimony in the columns of Caravel because it clearly shows the persistence in many places of the world of strange beings, half-men, half-animals like the Abominable Snowman, the Yeti, and other objects of so many fears, legends, and stories. On the night of August 23rd to 24th, 1947, a small column of Djaros Sedang's and Bonner's were of about 20 men are coming from Maha, a small moe village lost in the monsoon clouds and they were headed towards Bray to john kuntum so what this is this is french and vietnam these are the french in vietnam so this is also roughly translated with google translate so not everything is going to make sense but for the most part i'm going to try to make it make sense
1: okay please do basically
0: on the night of August twenty third, twenty fourth, there was a platoon going back to a town to join their comrades.
1: Okay, gotcha. French, French people. French, French people. Yes. Okay.
0: So they were they were walking at night as silently as possible in the region of a great primitive forest, which had stifled the usual Indo Chinese bush, which means that there was a lot of uh, fo- fo- foliage around. Okay. Suddenly, at the head of the column, which is the very big, the front, front of everyone, a cry, or rather a growl, followed by a noise of flight. So the others were ordered to be silent and reduced to nothing. So these, all these people that were together in this uh, group were not friends with each other. They would come from different backgrounds. They were not friends, and it was impossible to silence them. So their emotion was at its peak and it was emotion, not fear. So like everyone was just mad at each other. Okay. So with the silence being impossible to restore, this guy called the former sergeant of the French army, the greatest tracker in the province of Kantum, He assisted the guards speaking French and he told them that in the silent march the head of the column had surprised and been disturbed by a wild man it was neither an animal nor an ape but it was a fairly large wild man who walked upright ate fruit insects whatever he could catch and it was subject of a food prohibition of all the tribes so none of the tribes were going to eat it this man lived alone sometimes only at night you could hear him calling his female or his male but it was difficult to see him the mere fact of having met him Filled all the men in columns with joy So
1: They filled them with joy?
0: Yeah they were happy that They were they were excited that they saw this wild man
1: Okay but they weren't Why would you be excited to see a wild man?
0: Because they were like French Not scientists but They were rich French people Who okay. were out there for fun
1: And they are looking to find Bigfoot
0: Yeah kind of yeah okay so in the morning they stopped at the home of one of the fathers a a missionary and he confirmed that in the north the people living there told him the same thing and so he said he had never met the wild man but the accounts of the wild man were clear and it was a local not a local it was a vietnamese legend across the entire country okay So, we're going to go to the next story that's going to be a lot clearer than that one. Okay. But that was the first reported story, 1947, by a French. Okay. 1968, Vietnam War. There's a group of U.S. soldiers walking back to their base. They have about two to three miles left till they reach their base, but they have to be careful because at this point in the war, the Viet Cong had taken to, you know, doing their thing where they are in the trees, um and jumping out guerrilla style blitzing the US soldiers and killing them and then leaving. So they had to be careful. Mm -hmm. As they're walking, a rifle fires out a shot. The Americans, fearing an attack by the Vietnamese, fire a shot right back. And then a full on firefight in the jungle happens. So both sides are shooting, the sun's going down, which means that if the sun's going down, your rifle shot is gonna be seen a lot easier And it's going to make easy targets. So you don't want to die.
1: Right. Right. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, right? You don't want to die. So you got to be careful. Pick your shots carefully. You're fighting in a dense jungle. You got to make sure you don't get picked off. Okay. While the firefight is going on, U.S. soldiers sitting there, the Viet Cong are sitting there, firing back and forth. They, (laughs) one of the U.S. soldiers behind him, Notices a large bush stand up in the middle of the firefight and then he flees. And when he's fleeing, he jumps. Like, you know how a Hulk jumps really mm-hmm. long distances? That's what this thing is doing. It is jumping long distances
1: to get away. A giant bush. Yeah. It's jumping.
0: So, at the same time that happens, the other side of the battlefield, the Viet Cong, the American soldiers hear a Viet Cong scream and yell and they start firing the Viet Cong start firing on another one of these giant creatures and the americans are seeing all this right so they're seeing this creature get hit with bullets there the viet cong are shooting this creature is getting hit with bullets and it stands yells at the viet cong kills one of them and then also jumps away what so the Americans, the Viet Cong get freaked out. They retreat. The Americans retreat. The Americans go back to base. The next morning, they say, Hey, CEO, commanding officer, can we go check out the ambush battlefield that we, that we were at last night? He was like, Yeah, go make sure everything's okay. So they went back the next day. And what they found when they arrived on the battlefield, there is a dead Viet Cong, you know, on mm-hmm. the battlefield. He is torn apart. His body parts are laid about the area, but he has no bullet wounds. So he didn't get shot by a bullet. So the Weird. Americans are like, whoa, what, the, what, what is this thing? Yeah. What's going on? They go to the local population, and they discover that they have just come into contact with what the Vietnamese people call the Batutut. Toot. The, the bat- Batut Toot. Okay. They are also called the Ujit and the Nguerung, but the Americans call them rock apes. Okay. So, I just told you two stories of the rock ape. Both of them are the rock apes. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking?
1: I am thoroughly confused.
0: Okay. So, we're talking about what a rock ape is. A rock ape is, you said earlier something along the lines of Bigfoot. You're not wrong. It's kind of the same thing, the rock ape is only around 6 to 7 feet tall. Um, It's entirely covered in fur, but it's not fur, it's actually hair. So they call them jungle people, because they're supposed to be people. 6 to 7 foot tall, covered in hair except for the knees, feet, hands, and face. Mm -hmm. The hair is grey, black, or brown. and It is bipedal, so it walks upright on two legs. Okay. Um, And it's seen either alone or in pairs. It forages for food, like berries. It also eats animals, like foxes, for meat. Um, They are extremely aggressive. They will charge and harm anyone who enters their territory. And the Americans called them rock apes because the batutut would throw large rocks at the Americans when they enter their territory.
1: Are we sure this isn't just some hairy dude?
0: Well, there's more than one of them, but it's a good guess. It's like a bunch of
1: (laughs) hairy dudes that are like, I don't know.
0: Actually, you know, that is one of the theories we're going to get to. I'll talk about that. Um, Okay. It's kind of the same thing, but um, they were even known to throw back live grenades. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like Call of Duty. So, yeah, that's pretty dangerous. I would not be throwing grenades at them.
1: No, definitely not.
0: So, like I said this is a Vietnamese legend. So the Viet Cong also knew about the rock apes. They would talk about the rock apes. The locals knew about them. They would be they would warn them and it was a very talked about thing that happened. It wasn't a secret or anything like that. They're just like, "Oh yeah, watch out for the rock apes. They're there. Yeah. Yeah. So there would be expeditions from the Viet Cong um, Ho Chi Minh, who is the leader of the North Vietnamese, he would send an expedition to go out and search for the rock apes, but they never found any evidence for it. Hmm. Okay. Um, 1957, the war was coming to a close. There was a professor. His name was, forgive me now, Professor Vo Quy. He led an expedition into the jungle to search for the Batutut. Um, And the evidence he found was much like our Bigfoot, he found tracks, made plaster prints of those tracks. It was the feet, and um, he—that's—that's he, that's what he found. That's all he found. But footprints. He, yeah, he found footprints. Huh. Okay. So it is backed up by well, it's not backed up by anything, but the local populace of Vietnam does believe that these things exist in the jungle
1: okay so the the question is are they real essentially like so that's a good question (laughs) yeah
0: here's the thing they're so they're not apart you know we've covered a few we've covered the wendigo we've covered a not deer and we've kind of boiled a few of these things down to they are forest spirits right yeah the Vietnamese legends do not say these are forest spirits. They say that these are real flesh and blood animals. They are a part of the forest. They are an animal. They're not any kind of godlike thing, no mythological lore, nothing. They're not a spirit. They're just a straight up real animal. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, it's possible that they can be considered a sort of big ape. Like, okay. you know, like
1: orangutans
0: yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they could be real.
1: <laughs> but we don't have any, like, scientific proof of them. Or we don't anything. have any straight up scientific evidence of it, no. Okay. I mean, I'm a big fan of Bigfoot. I think he exists. Big fan of Bigfoot. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's a super creature. You know, he knows things and that's why we can't avoid him. Or that.
0: <laughs> okay hold on I just want to go back what do you mean a super creature <laughs>
1: you like, mean, like a
0: superhero but a creature like he has powers
1: I think big feet um, are <laughs> far more intelligent than humans okay <laughs> and that is how they've been evading cameras and other things like that for hundreds and thousands of years.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. I I, I agree with you. I just wanted to circle back to the yeah. super creatures. I just never heard that before. <laughs>
1: I don't... I mean, other super creatures being the Loch Ness Monster, um, probably the Chupacabra, the Wendigo. You know, they did
0: say that he could fly. They did say that there was a
1: chupacabra species that had wings. Giant centipedes in the Amazon. Ugh. You know, I think I think these creatures that you're describing—the rock, rock, what were rock apes, rock monkeys. Rock apes, yeah. Rock apes. I think they're another super creature.
0: Okay, so what I'm what I'm gathering here, what I'm thinking you're saying here, and I think it's a very interesting thought process, is that. We have normal, we have humans, we have normal animals. Right. We have super animals, and those are the Bigfoots, the Loch Ness monsters, the cryptids, essentially. They are super animals.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're far more intelligent than us, or than at least we make them out to be. And so that's how they're evading these cameras. I like
0: it. I like that.
1: I think you're onto something very important here. Yeah, I mean... They're not, like, you know, trying to take over the world like we are, but, you know, they could. They could. They They could could. if they wanted to.
0: (laughs) Imagine just an army of Nessies coming out of the ocean just all at once. I mean, we'd be done. (sighs) Absolutely. There's nothing we could do. Yeah.
1: Giant squids. (laughs) Anything living in the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Anything. Giant squid throwing a giant Nessie. Just like into
1: lakes, into New York City.
0: Yeah, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do whenever uh, an army of Big Feet invade New York City? Nothing. You can't,
1: you can't do anything. Done.
0: Absolutely, they're immune to gunfire. Yeah. They have some kind of cloaking device.
1: It's like Planet vs. Apes.
0: And we all see how that
1: worked out. Yeah.
0: Not good for us humans. No we're little plebeians
1: compared to the super creatures yeah uh, they're, they're just we can't compete you know even if we tried it just wouldn't go well
0: absolutely devastating losses yeah
1: what else is there yetis oh god uh, I don't know, help me out here goblins megalodon megalodons ooh goblins giant birds sure yeah. The, uh,
0: phoenixes. Yeah. I mean essentially what we're looking at here is Godzilla. The the movies. G- King of the monsters. Yeah. It's no no contest.
1: No contest.
0: Humans were nothing there. Yep. You saw what happened when we gave him a nuke. It just it just made him hungrier. Exactly.
1: They just built different.
0: Entirely different. Yep. So gotta get some water hydrate before you dehydrate, guys we're gonna jump to some theories here wade okay as always we're gonna start with the boring ones right and then we're gonna get to the ones that make sense right so of course first theory here we always bring it up is it's not real Ugh.
1: boo, yeah,
0: boo. shut up scientists boo yeah so the next theory here is that these sightings are lying and that what they these a- people actually saw was just orangutans Now, here's the thing. Orangutans did exist in the Vietnamese jungle. mm -mm, Like, thousands of years ago. But, reportedly, since then, they have gone extinct.
1: Okay. So,
0: could... Is it possible that there are still orangutans living in the jungles? Absolutely. Yeah, we're not going to mark that off. But, is it also possible that... There's a species of giant apes living in the Vietnamese jungles. Absolutely.
1: Do you think that maybe it was just a war tactic by the Viet Cong to uh, scare?
0: I don't because the Vietnamese citizens also said the same thing. And the South Vietnamese citizens were on our side. Okay. So, it wasn't just like a. It wasn't just like the Viet Cong spreading propaganda around. It was like the local population saying, "Oh yeah, don't go into the jungle because there's the toots mm-hmm. Okay. And also, that first story we heard was from 1947.
1: Right. But he also might have just seen an orangutan.
0: That's that's true. I will give you that one. That's true. Um, but- I don't think it was a war tactic, but simply based on the fact that multiple it came from three sources and one of them being the u.s army one of them being the vietnamese army and one of them being
1: the civilians okay i mean that's fair it's a lot of references
0: granted it could be but i don't know so there's another theory that talks about smaller monkeys but these smaller monkeys it's not really a good theory because they're small and the batututs are very large. Yeah. Oh. Thickies. So this. Yeah, yeah, they're little thickies. Mm. Mm. Some thick, thick man apes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this one's kind of interesting to me. Uh, Dr. John McKinnon. He he has made multiple discoveries within the Vietnamese forest. So I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of the Vietnamese forest. Very dense, very thick. Um, a lot of it is unexplored. So, Dr. John McKinnon has made multiple discoveries of animals living in the Vietnamese forests and he believes that he found a footprint belonging to a species of hominid, which is a species of great apes. A cryptozoologist named Lauren Coleman took this one step further and she said that perhaps these rock apes are not actually apes, but like you said earlier, maybe they're a different type of Homo erectus, which is a Neanderthal. So, when you asked earlier, what if it's just like a really hairy man? That's what this girl is saying. She is saying that these, these batuk toots these rock apes, are actually a species of ancient Neanderthals that have survived in the jungles of Vietnam for millions of years.
1: Interesting. I mean, I can't prove against that.
0: I, I mean, there's... The jungles are real thick. Yeah. And Neanderthals could have adapted and evolved over time to live in these jungles. Right. I mean, think about it. Vietnam has super thick jungles, so thick that we had to invoke a large campaign of dropping weed killer on the jungles just to operate with the U.S. military. (laughs) So, it's, it's that, but it's also combined with the fact that when we went into war... The Vietnamese Army and the US Army went to places that were unexplored they went to areas of the jungle to fight that were remote and no one lived there so no one went out there so could these apes these men live there absolutely could the war have brought people to them absolutely
1: yeah I like that I like that theory
0: I think it's pretty I think it's pretty interesting Um, I mean, mean, think about the rainforest, right? There are giant anacondas, alligators. We talked about the centipedes there. Yeah. There are plenty of things that we can't even imagine because there's so much of it unexplored that we just haven't been able to uncover every species living in there.
1: Maybe the government's
0: covering it up. That's true. They could be. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, I'm really gonna convince you here, Okay. Okay. Could there be an unknown or even extinct species lurking in the remotest parts of the Vietnamese jungle? Yes. 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 There is a Vietnamese unicorn deer called the Sola. Okay, hold well on. It.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> the Sola. It is... It's not actually... It's called the Vietnamese unicorn deer. Um, it's not... It's not a unicorn. It has two horns on top of his head. But. So it's a deer. It, it's a deer with horns. It was reported that it lived in the Vietnamese jungle. And I don't know the exact logistics or science around it. But the basically you boil it boiled down to people saying. Hey I saw Sola and scientists being like. No you didn't. Those things aren't real. Until 1992. When the skull of the Sola was found. And it was confirmed real. And then science was like, uh... Yeah, so this thing's real. What? Yep. What, what was... kind of... I'll show you. I'll screen share with you. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm lost on unicorn deer. That's what okay. it is right there. Okay. So, it's it looks like a...
0: It looks like a... Um... Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember right, the Like a black bug? Yeah. It's so- just like a deer with two really long horns on it. And it was... It's called the Asian unicorn. I don't know why they call it the unicorn, because there's very clearly two horns on its head. The Asian dose corn. It was said to be not possible to live, because it was just not real and then in 1992 they found a skull in the Vietnamese jungle and the scientists were like, "Well, I got nothing. They're <laughs> real." So, <laughs> with that in mind, could there be an unex- an undiscovered species in the Vietnamese jungle? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely freaking
0: So, in in my humble opinion, I'm going to say yes. I think there's a species of man ape living in the jungles of Vietnam.
1: Okay. I will also say
0: there you go folks we confirmed it we did the research we found out we went to Vietnam and confirmed it
1: yeah we did absolutely none of that but it felt like it
0: it felt like it that's the important part is it felt like it yeah
1: and we had fun doing it
0: absolutely we hope you had fun following us on this week's episode guys yep <laughs> make sure to give us a follow on Twitter let us know what you think whether you think it is uh, cracked up conspiracy theory like Wade said to scare the American army into rushing away from the jungle or if you think it is uh, just a straight up hairy man
1: or what something you think. in between
0: something in between maybe it's just a lot of hairy Vietnamese soldiers yelling
1: it very well could be I can't prove very it very well wrong. could be
0: <laughs> you guys have a good week have a spooky week and we'll see you next time
1: bye everybody